0: Junkies and Flunkies, welcome to uh, this uh, week's episode of the PTB Weekend Special here on the PTB Wrestling Network. I am Scott Criscolo, with the doctor, of course, Dr. G. George Bellino. Sir? You're Flunkies Um, and Junkies. I'm Junkies and Flunkies. I did say Flunkies and Junkies. No, you said Junkies and Flunkies. Should I change it? You think we should change it to something else? (laughs) Should we change change our, our loyal fans to some other adjective? What do you think nah stalwarts and all elite uh, fanboy I don't know all elites and WWE years I don't know anyway welcome to the show (laughs) well welcome to the show um so uh before we go any further we are going to talk mostly NWA tonight we of course hear We give you all the nwa and impact wrestling news impacts kind of on cruise control probably for the rest of the year but of course because of course their big next big night will be january 13th when they rebrand as tna which people are actually excited about you were kind of poo-pooing it when i first announced it but people are actually getting excited about it um i think people it's tna you know it's tna total non-stop action i like that i didn't like that their main show and their promotion were the same name i thought that was stupid but anyway but we're mostly going to talk at gonna have something
1: to say about everything, you know, but
0: I, I, <laughs> I think
1: it's, I think TNA is, it's fine. I mean, cause you know how many times, I mean, I've caught myself saying TNA rather than than impact. So I think that's why they were doing it. I think people still refer to them as TNA. So you know what? Embrace it. They've, they've moved on from the old era anyway. Right. So. You know, embrace it and move on with it. You know what? In another year, nobody will be saying nothing. If their product is good, nobody's going to care if they're called TNA, Impact. Go fuck yourself. I don't know. You know, it doesn't go matter. Go fuck
0: yourself. GFY Wrestling? <laughs> go, fuck it. go fuck yourself. Um, so anyway, so not much to talk about except check out this week's episode of Impact because Josh Alexander and Will Ospreay had a banger of a match. Amazing match. It was from the UK tapings. Uh, we'll talk more about Mr. Osprey in a little while. But um, NWA is the big talk this week because more rumored bad news going on in the in, uh, Corrigan land. And then some retorts. Following the NWA as a fan has been stroke-worthy <laughs> right now, honestly. Uh, I feel like every time you turn the corner, there's good news, and then there's bad news, and then the bad news gets refuted. Well, let's good think about
1: this. what did Vince always say. Sometimes, uh, you know, any kind of news is good news or is good for business because, I mean, when we, we were getting so frustrated when the organization really the first, you know, two, three years, he wasn't getting, you know, you, you could barely find anything online about NWA. Like it didn't even exist. So now right. that Billy's gone out there and honestly, he's done a pretty good job about like, you know, being on a lot of, um, you know, podcasts or shows or you know doing interviews so he's kind of getting out there and sometimes he you know there's a little cockiness sometimes but you know what it gets it gets attention and that's that's basically what's happening right now and uh there's a lot of he said she said so we'll see
0: um it's you know what they always say the truth is somewhere in the middle
1: yes and i i i totally agree i think in this situation i think that i think I'm not saying either story is right or wrong, but I do think yeah, are right. I think the truth falls somewhere in the middle. And I think it's one of those things we just got to see how it plays out. And then then you could, you know, we could do our thing. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying?
0: Yeah. Um, uh, so this past Tuesday, the episode of Power, which took place in Nashville. Of course, this weekend they're doing they're doing tapings in Sarasota. So we'll have some we'll have a fresh power this Tuesday, Thanksgiving week.
1: Before we start, I, I realized because we kinda got into it, like tell a little bit about both sides of the story. I think we didn't really cover that part of it. So
0: Well, I was gonna do it after the power. Oh, okay. Week. You wanna do it after the power? Okay. Yeah, I want to do it after. Okay. Um uh 'cause the power was a good episode this week. So I want I wanna do that I wanna do the fun stuff before we get into the fucking drudge. Um so good episode. Uh, We had three title matches. Colby Carino successfully defended the World Junior Heavyweight title against Mo Jabari. Fun match. Mo Jabari's a a guy from uh, that NWA, whatever that, what's that promotion? The pro something, whatever that Uh, promotion uh, is. The Cleveland one that they're now running as a territory. Yeah. Which you really can't do if you're broke. So take that into consideration. Um, Pretty Empowered. Successfully defended their World Women's Tag Titles against the King Bees, Charity King and Danny B um, in 528. And uh, a little cheating there to get that done. Blake Troop defeated Koalaxamana in a submission match. And in, a, in the main event uh, for Sweet Charlotte for the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship, EC3 successfully defended against Talos with the help of Jack Dane.
1: Yes. Sir. Now, question for you on this. how do you feel I mean, it, it's kinda nice as a viewer being able to see title matches, but
0: do you think it's a little bit
1: much because then pay per views, you know, if you're trying that's what the model you're trying to do, pay per views don't seem special.
0: Depends on the opponent. I mean obviously, I like seeing our world. Obviously with these three matches, uh, obviously with these three matches, uh the titles were not changing. He doesn't okay. do it every week. And he doesn't for the most part. No.
1: Um, I mean, it's good to see EC3. I mean, I think you do need to see the champion. I wouldn't say, you know, I know the model back in the '80s was, you know, Flair was like a special thing when he had a match, but, but um, you know, it's nice to see him. So if he's not, if he's not wrestling, then have you know, um, you know, have him do an interview or something like that to kind Hogan, of
0: Hogan was the same way. It was very weird seeing Hogan at at, at like TV tapings and and such. So same thing, um, but it depends. Like this is fine. I think uh, they're, I think Vince. Is, I think uh, Billy's trying to make a point that you know his talent is strong and he's proud of his champions. And I like EC3. I think he's been a good champ since since beating uh, Tyrus. He's better than Tyrus. Um, um, and they have not. Now, what's interesting is we have not heard about the next pay per view. That's a little concerning because. Billy has been very big on, like, immediately announcing the next show. Like, uh, was announced literally, like, a week after WA-75. Um, but we have not heard what's next. Now, usually at this time of year, we start talking some hard times, uh, which would be the fifth one, I think. Or fourth one. I think it's a fourth one. Not heard anything yet. So that's interesting. Um, but a good episode overall. Yeah, I don't overall. think anything's going to happen until January, so
1: you do still have a little time. But, yeah, I'm surprised that something hasn't been released. But we don't know. We don't know what next week's Power is going to be, so maybe.
0: Yeah, maybe they'll announce it when they do the tapings this weekend in, in Sarasota, which are going on this weekend. All right, so that was the episode of Power, and uh, it was good. It was solid. The episode of Impact this week, if you can get a hold of it, was also solid, but I highly recommend Um, Just let's see. Let's check the rest of the card of this past Thursday's impact. Um, Incidentally, uh, Mickey James was taken off the active roster page on impact and is on the alumni page. So I think she's taking a breather um, for a bit. A spell, if you will. Um, Let me find... Uh, wait. Today's oh, today's the 18th. I can go back to the 16th. Where's there's impact. Okay. So, um, all right. So, Cicero Stadium in Cicero, Illinois. So these tapings obviously all were from after Bound for Glory. Uh, ABC Ace Austin and Chris Bay are World Tag Team Champions. They defeated Kenny King and Sheldon Jean. Moose defeated Heath. Uh, in a six-man tag team match, Black Taurus. I like Black Taurus, but it's Black Taurus. Uh, Hoovy. Hoovy. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. Hoovy. Juventud Guerrera and Laredo Kid defeated the Rascals and Zachary Wentz. Oh, the Rascals, the whole team. Myron Reed, Trey Miguel, and Zachary Wentz. Uh, Bully Ray and Jordan Grace defeated Kylan King and Steve Macklin. That was a fun little brawl. Um, good for Kylan King. She's one of my favorite NWA alums. Uh, Trinity defeated Sunny Kiss. Sunny Kiss, of course, was a AEW displant. And in the main event, as I mentioned, twenty-one and a half luscious minutes. Dave gave it four and three-quarter stars. If you give a shit about that kind of thing. Uh, Will Osprey defeated Josh Alexander in a uh, in a killer match. So, and if it was in the Tokyo Dome, six stars. It was Tokyo Dome would be thirteen and a half and sixty-five eighths stars. But anyway. Yes, Dave gave it four and three quarters. So I highly, I highly recommend checking it out. Now, it a, let me tell you,
1: you know, when you see that on paper, you know, you getting... you don't even, you're definitely going to get four stars or more, you no know doubt about it.
0: Yeah,
1: when we looked um, on, you know, if you're looking at it, you know, if you're gonna, if like you said, if you're into that thing of judging by stars of a match,
0: I mean, a lot of times, I mean. A lot of people just use Dave as a reference. Doesn't it doesn't necessarily have to be Bible. But Dave's not stupid and and his taste in wrestling is not horrendous. It's it's a little skewed at times, but if Dave's gonna give you if Dave's gonna say a mash is four and three quarters, it can't be that lousy. You don't have to agree that it's four and three quarters. It could be better, it could be worse, but at least that's a you could watch it and go, Well, if he says it's almost five stars, then and it's Will. And it's Josh. So you know it's not gonna be a piece of shit either. So Um All right. So now we're going to get into this news that came out this week. Now, House of Wrestling, some people call a little skeptical. He broke House of Wrestling broke the whole Coke spot at Sound being a, a mess for the CW thing. And then, of course, people are like, oh, three days later, CW signed a deal with NXT. Oh, I wonder why? Because they don't, they didn't want NWA. <laughs> I think, the, I think the NXT thing was going on for a while.
1: I, I um. I mean. And I said that last week, I think that was going on for a while. And, um, yeah, I, I, again, I don't think, I really don't think that some, you know, how many buys could they have had on fight TV? I don't think many people saw it. I I mean, not not to put down the NWA, but it's just, let's be, let's call, call it what it is, you know?
0: Right.
1: So I don't Uh, think that would have destroyed uh the deal um
0: right i don't think so either you know
1: could it be possible that because billy's funding the the reality part of it maybe that's that's a possibility but um i don't know i mean again i'll let you finish
0: you know telling just the whole story and then we can you know mm. so so here's what House of Wrestling reports. House. house of Wrestling, okay? Again, take it for what it's worth. A lot of people are taking it as gospel because they're, they just don't like the NWA. So um, a lot of people in my own house are thinking this way, which is kind of disconcerting. But So House of Wrestling reports that NWA is expected to make cuts onto its roster and budget cuts to various production areas soon. One source spoken with said that Billy Corgan will make cuts, quote, at every corner. Corgan has been funding everything out of pocket for the NWA. There has been little to no sponsorship money coming in, and he has spent millions on Power and the NWA reality series. One example they were given on the production side is that the hair and makeup department's budget will be cut roughly in half. This weekend's NWA Power tapings will primarily only have contracted talent appearing and a bare-bones crew. We will see firsthand when we watch Power this coming Tuesday, if that is true. Exceptions to the rule regarding non-contracted talent appearing are Mike Knox and Violent J. Violent J flies himself, and it works for free. Uh, The tag team, uh, current NWA U.S. tag team champion, this is not quoted properly, Kratos, is also not under contract, but of course is one half of the U.S. tag team champions. The two wrestlers under a mass tag team are also not under contract, but are working an NWA-owned gimmick, of course. Uh, Carnage and Damage. Blunt force trauma, which is of course Roddy Mac and Rushe Rocket. Which I don't know if I totally believe that. I mean, Marshy Rocket has been with NWA for quite a while. I doubt he's non-contracted. That one I don't totally buy. But anyway, NWA talent can no longer fly in the day before. By doing so, the NWA no longer has to pay extra hotel costs, which they have been footing the bill for up to now. I don't totally, I don't totally disagree with that. Anyway, but. Um, So that was House of Wrestling. That's what House House? of Wrestling said. House of Wrestling said. Now, on the other side of the coin, um, uh, on the other side of the coin, um, let me get to the other article, CagesideSeats.com, the past few news cycles, this is from uh, Cageside Seats, The past few news cycles haven't been kind to the National Wrestling Alliance or its owner, William Patrick Corgan. Uh, After the latest report claimed the NWA is cutting spending on talent production in other areas as no money is coming in and been funding everything out of pocket for the NWA for years, which is true, uh, PW Insider reached out to the Smashing Pumpkins frontman and former TNA producer for his side of the story. Corgan confirmed that he is 100% owner of the NWA with no other investors, so he makes the call on spending. Well. Yeah, that's not news. I don't know what that was about. Yeah, I don't like, we'll that it. Was, he says the company's financial health is fine, mostly due to the money his career as a musician generates. Quote. This is Billy quoting now. For those who have noticed, this has been an incredibly successful period of my musical life, including a massive summer tour in 2023 and two more tours on the books for 2024 with an arena and festival summer run in Europe flowing into stadium tours with Green Day. So if I needed additional funding, I don't currently, I can get it easily because I also own all my songs as well as my recorded work, what they call master since 2001. He wanted this whole tirade on one of his stupid on his fucking interviews about that and which one could get loans on against future earnings if needed. He points to this weekend's NWA shows at Robarts Arena in Sarasota, Florida, as proof. Corgan says the live to tape event is a much more expensive way to generate episodes of the promotions flagship show. Power than taping in a TV studio, which they've usually done in the past. Quote, so we are actually spending more money, not less. 2023 has been the most expensive year yet of the Lightning One era, and that's a good thing because the wrestling and quality of our productions have never been higher, which feeds into landing TV deals. Well, I only think it's gotten better after NWA 75. (laughs) One of the most talked about reports uh, from the past few weeks has been the NWA landing and then losing TV deals. Corgan can't divulge details, but he continues to maintain the NWA has two separate television deals, and those deals have been in place for a good good while. The strongest denial ooh, ad popped up. The strongest denial came when Corgan was asked about talent cuts. None. None. The territorial system being reinstated <clears throat> is partly to make sure that if key roster talents are not in a particular TV taping cycle, they keep working in our NWA ecosystem. We've ugh, enough of these big, big fucking words, Billy. Talk like a normal person. We value everyone that works for us. And some are under contract and some are not, but that doesn't mean if I, it doesn't mean I don't want everyone working for us all the time. If I didn't want them, I would not have invested time and money by extension and storylines and promotion of a character they own. There you have it. Time will tell if Corgan is vindicated or if the reports are correct in Billy's quest to gimmick them. The NWA, a big wrestling brand is in trouble. So I believe that it is somewhere in the middle. I don't think the NWA is broke regardless of what some may want to believe, I don't think the NWA is broke. However, uh, Billy needs some, like, second-party income. Uh,
1: Well, that's, 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 we know that. I mean, that's why he's trying to get these TV deals, and he keeps claiming that it's there, so if he's going on record, and this is a guy that's, that, that's obviously said he's having, like, a resurgence in his career in the music industry and he's had a nice career there he's not I I don't think he's going to put his name out there again I could be wrong and we have to see how this all plays out I just feel like he's not avoiding it like to me if he was staying quiet then I would say okay then there's there's probably a lot of truth now is he putting his money he's funding this yeah because there's really not a lot of I mean, I don't know what the deal is with Fight TV, but obviously they're not like big buys going on there. There's no advertising, you know. So, yeah, he definitely is putting out money. There's no doubt about it. Um, will he be making a l- some cuts here and there? I'm sure he is. I don't know if it's going to be as drastic as they're saying. But <clears throat> I think we have to see how this plays out. Um, I think by the after the first of the year, I think we'll, we'll have an idea of where the NWA is going. You know, for us as as fans of the organization, we want to see it do well. We really do. I mean, I, I do. I know I do. You know, I I don't want to be here in January, February, ripping Billy a new one. I want to be like, oh, gosh, wow, this is great. We're, we're yeah. going to be able to see this on, on um, television. So uh, we'll see. I mean, we'll see how it all plays out. I mean, Mike Johnson um, – He's with, um, with PW Insider. PW
0: Insider. With Insider. Yeah,
1: he's with Insider. Right. He, on a podcast that I listened to, he mentioned that um he's, you know, I think he used to be in the TV industry. He knows a lot of people. He goes, there was really nothing out there that, that they were going to CW. He said, maybe there's some talk about him, the show that he's funding, the, the, the reality show that Billy's funding might be on there, but they're. A, a, a WWE deal is not going to come together in a week or a couple days.
0: Right. I agree.
1: So, um, not the, as big
0: as WWE is now. I agree. So, I agree with you. um, I think a lot of, I think a lot of it, it's a double edged sword. I think a lot of it is people just have a hard on for Billy lately. Um, I mean, I talk you know. with him own circles you know, people like ripping the NBA, making fun of it, I think, for their own personal, you know, jocularity. Um, I think they're being a bunch of dicks, to be honest. Um, because nobody wants to up. give
1: something a shot. You know, everybody wants to go, oh, I go with the big companies. You know, you know, AEW came in big, you know, because there was a lot of money, big money there. So, yeah, you could say, oh, well, it's kind of new. And that's why you had the the, the whole thing with, you know uh The tribal thing going on there, but but nobody wants to give a small organization. I mean, look at look. I mean, as much as they've gone through their struggles, look at TNA slash Impact. I mean, they're around since two thousand one. Nobody thought they were going to last a year. So, you know, you got to give things a shot. You know, there's something a little something out there for everyone. You know, after a while, sometimes the 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 same AEW WWE product. It's fun. But sometimes you want something a little different every once in a while, you know. That's why impact. I enjoy impact. You know, like you want some uh, a different feel. You know, like when we were kids, right? Like especially for you, you, you know, I got a lot of NWA down south, but so did you because of this because of TBS, right? But wasn't it like it was like watching two different types of wrestling?
0: Well, it was two different. Listen, I grew up in the Northeast. I grew up here in Connecticut, so of course I was. I will always be very loyal to the to the flamethrower. But I liked my baby faces. As I was a Hulk, I was a Hulkamani. I drank as uh, as uh, Scott Keith always said, the orange Kool Aid, and I was a fan of, as he said, the orange Goblin. You know, Hogan, red, yellow, make orange. Um, but I love the baby faces. But when I put on TBS Saturday nights at six o five, give me my four horsemen. No disrespect to Dusty. I love Dusty. But I liked watching, you know, Rick and Arne and Tully beat the fucking shit out of a bunch of stiffs. I loved watching Ricky Morton's face get rubbed into the pavement. So, it was like two different worlds, you know? I loved watching Southern Wrestling on Saturday nights. It was just a different beast. Um,
1: now, did WWE seem bigger because of the way the presentation? Of course, it seemed a little bit more. But it was a little something for everybody, you know? And then, then I remember when we got world-class, that was a different way of presenting wrestling. And then you got, then for a little while, we got some Memphis and then uh, AWA, you know, when on the SPN. So it was like, it was, it was great to be a wrestling fan back in the eighties. And so I loved watching all the different territories and how they did things differently. And, you know, I, I, I just really, um, I really thought that. I really think that people need to give things a shot. Everybody's poo-pooing things, but you know what? Look at how many guys we've said that gone on from NWA to the to the bigger companies, and look at what they're doing in those bigger companies.
0: Yeah, you know? look at Kylan King. Kylan King went to Impact, and she's awesome. Uh, obviously, you know, our, I missed the National Treasure, Nick Aldis. Um, I think he was right. I i think he was in the right in that split with Billy. I, I take I take Nick Aldous aside on that, unfortunately. Uh for Billy. But um and now Nick Aldis is the general manager of SmackDown. So um but but Billy has done some good things. He has finally he's put he's finally rewarded loyalty to his guys. You know, we have Mims, who is our television champion. We finally have a TV champion I like. We have finally have a now do I love EC3 as world champion? He's okay. It's better than Tyrus, but okay, I still think ultimately the most loyal guy in that company is Tom Latimer, and Tom Latimer should be. I, I'm fine that he didn't win at Star, um, and uh, and I I think eventually he will become NWA. If if Billy does hold form, we do have an NWA seventy six next summer. Maybe that's the moment that he does it. Now you and got to see some yeah. pictures. Actually, speaking of, I don't know if you noticed, Doctor. I just got some pictures from one of my sources. Uh, looks like they're a pretty good crowd down in Hobart, in Sarasota, for the Hobart Arena. Tonight. Yeah, looks like a pretty good crowd.
1: So maybe he made a little, uh, little schtick I, I think, I think it could fit up to four thousand in there. Yeah, from what I, from what I remember when I was younger, uh, yeah. watching Florida wrestling, you know. Now
0: listen. I don't know if they got I, there, but I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, look, like a good crowd, though. We'll find out. We'll see the, the shots uh, Tuesday uh, when we watch power. Um, and the other thing is, you know, you and I started doing the power reviews in what? Late 2019, early 2020. We started doing even before I started. I didn't start. We didn't start calling it. I was looking back. We didn't start calling the show. The NWA Saturday special until after the pandemic started. Before that, we just called it NWA Power Recap. That's all we did. Because, number one, you and I wanted to do a, a different kind of show for the network. And, number two, we wanted to kind of get on, like, just like everybody's jumped on the GCW bandwagon. Um, and, incidentally, I've listened. Uh, Jennifer Smith and Matt Souza do a pretty good GCW pod over on NoSo. That's the one GCW pod I listened to. Uh, Otherwise, there's like a billion GCW pods. Um, And you can get a thousand opinions from a thousand people. Um, But the one I listen to is the Game Changing Podcast, which is Jennifer Smith and Matt Souza over on the no-so. But we are the only objective, independently run, NWA podcast. We do not count the one that Snotty and those guys do over – Because they are NWA employees. So before the guys that we used to bust chops on, before we talk about them, let's just remember, they are funded and they are branded by the NWA. So as much as we love the NWA and we we try to stay positive about what we talk about here, uh, we are not funded by the NWA, nor do we cater to their whims. Um, and obviously, yeah, the could would have find that
1: in the last year or so. I maybe the first couple of years because we were such fanboys and we enjoyed it so much, but uh, I, I think <laughs> I think recently people wouldn't say we're getting paid by the NWA, no, <laughs>
0: yeah. but we need to say that because uh, it's okay to be a fanboy and not be you know, because it was good a product, the pandemic really, really wrecked stuff. And Yeah, it changed changed the course. It it, it did hurt Billy, but
1: in the other circumstance of this, and, and Billy, you know, this is not Billy's first rodeo. I think that's the other thing that people don't understand. Yes, he got into wrestling not... That not being his background, but he's he's helped run some small organizations. I think in Chicago, I think he's even worked with Juggalo Championship Wrestling for a little while. He did stuff with TNA. He invested some money in TNA. Now, I know there was a lawsuit and I think he wound up just breaking even on all that. So this is not his first time. This guy's putting his money where his mouth is. We may not like the way he talks sometimes, but you know what? He has the right to say what he wants to say. If he's funding the whole thing, he's the boss. Why is it okay if Tony Khan and Vince McMahon say what they want to say? Right. If Tony Khan, I, I, Vince, you could say, okay, his family's a wrestling family, so you know, okay, yeah, so okay, Tony Khan, just like, just like Billy, you know, big fan boy that had money and wanted to go into it, but they put their money, you know, put their money where their mouth is. I'm just I try to look at things sometimes from other perspectives sometimes because it's easy for me to go on a tirade. I can go on a tirade very easily about anything, as you know, know me all these years. But sometimes I got to sit back and look at like, you got to look at the other side of it. You know, we're sitting here because what we want, but we don't know the circumstance of what Billy's going through on a daily basis and what he's got to with. Let me tell you something. The only wrestling talents is not an easy thing. <laughs> it really isn't. So sometimes you got to be cocky and you got to be tough. You can't take crap from some of these guys and 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 women that are in the industry. Mm-hmm. Cause they'll walk right all over you, you know. So it, you got to set you you got to surround yourself with some good people too. Um, mm-hmm. And it, because you, listen, you if you and I we've been wrestling fans for good good portion of our lives, right? Say you and I came into some money and we started a, a a company. We know what we like from a fan standpoint, but you still gotta bring somebody that knows the industry in. And you know, and I know he's he's done it with Pat Kenny and all that stuff. And he's got some other people like um oh geez, why am I blanking out now? Dave Lagana. Well, Dave star but um the women wrestler with her husband that's wrestling. Jazz. In the, jazz. Yeah. Oh, this is the second time today I've done that where it was, I I I am trying to tell the story I'm like I'm getting senior moments already. Um but yeah with jazz in the in the company is that um you 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 got to surround yourself with some people. I know Ricky Morton helps out from time to time. So he does have some people around him but ultimately he's going to make the final decision based on what he's hearing from everybody and you know like the stupid decision of in the coke segment that's a stupid decision but he's got to live with that that's it you know and he he seems to be pretty stand up i'll have to give him that whether we like it or we don't like it he does seem to be stand up he he could if he would have avoided saying anything about the situation that's all come out there then we could say okay and a lot of it's true but he's coming out and he's basically saying a lot of this stuff isn't true so we have to see. Right. We have to give it time and see what would what, what, see if the truth some fall somewhere in the middle or if truly all these, uh, you know, so-called journalists out there are are correct. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I want to to see in the end to see uh so i'm i i mean listen we're we're making our decisions or our, our opinions based on on what we're hearing and reading but you know wrestling news is kind of like our regular news you know you know lo- a lot of fake news out there so <laughs> it's, it's got to you got to take some of it you know with a grain of salt
0: sure yeah no i i, I get it and that's why i wanted to approach the discussion tonight uh, this week with a kind of a more diplomatic candor um, has Billy done things to to make me scratch my head? Yes, the coke segment on at, at the the coke the cocaine segment at Sarah was fucking dumb, and I don't even understand what the point was. Like I don't get it. What was the what was the point to be cool? What is this fucking nineteen eighty three? Like I didn't get I didn't get what the point was. Did it hurt him in a public image thing? Yeah, I do think though that we've seen worse. <laughs> Uh, in wrestling over the last 30 years, but because it was Billy, you were like saying, oh, wrestling is held to a, a different standard than you've been on this kick the last couple of weeks. And you're not wrong, but I, I'm going to go even deeper within wrestling. And I think had if another promotion, um, if another promotion did it, I don't think they would be treated any differently than, I think they'd be treated differently than because Billy did it. And anybody who tells you otherwise is, is full of shit.
1: Well, because Billy is brash. He goes out there and he talks and people, some people don't like it. You know, it kind of, it kind of irks people sometimes. And, you know, people like to put down people that are successful. The guy is successful. Now he may not be the most successful wrestling promoter right now, but let's see, let's give it time. Instead of everybody jumping to things and just thinking, listen, in wrestling, I, I think PWA, uh, PWI and, uh, PW PWI Insider. Sorry, I keep saying PWI, PW Insider. Um, well,
0: technically it's pre- PWI, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you're not
1: wrong, but it does it does a pretty good job, I think, um, of reporting news. They don't totally all the time jump the gun, and there's sometimes they make some mistakes. It's like anywhere, any media sometimes because you're trying to get crack the story but they seem to do their homework so um but you know you have these others out there you don't know where they're getting their information and we know that Dave Meltzer has been wrong many a time so you know um I just like to to um to see how it plays out let's see how it plays out let's you know when we have this conversation in January or February let's see where the NWA is by then Mm -hmm. and then we can make that we can have that discussion and you know um we want to rip into it we rip into it I'm, I'm hoping we don't i think we've put a lot of time into this uh this company i mean do you believe we started this in 2019 around this time right wasn't it around this time
0: 2019 yeah yeah power debuted in october okay and then we had and then the first pay-per-view was uh into the fire <speaking> in> Um, yeah, cause then that January was the first hot times and that's when they premiered the, uh, the TV title, which was won by current AEW talent, Ricky Starks. Um, um, yeah, I, I, listen, I think a lot of people, I think a decent amount of people like busting chops on the NWA in public for a couple reasons. Number one, because they have a hard on for Billy. And number two, because I think people know me and I think they like getting a rise out of me. I don't know why I don't own the NWA. I don't know what everybody's obsession is. Just because just because Dr. G and so I we do not like
1: it's like it's like it's like in the regular world. So if we if we don't agree and like what they like, what we like sucks. Okay, I see how that works. Okay. All right.
0: And uh you know, I we continue to get great support from our listeners here in the PTB Wrestling Network, particularly for this show, which still gets plenty of clicks. This past week, thanks to my good friend Luke Jennings, who looks up the stats for me because I never remember. Uh, we were in the top 150 of podcast feeds in like 10 countries. I think we were 150 here in the U.S. I think in the U.K. we were like in the 70s. I think in like Canada, we were in the sixties. Yeah,
1: but in the, and this is from Apple, Apple Podcasts, correct?
0: Uh, no, he found a way to do it for all of them. I think.
1: Oh, okay. Because for Apple Podcast, I've seen us, I've seen us at times being in the top thirty, top forty. So, yeah, and I think, and
0: that's all you. That's not that. That's all you, the listeners and the loyal fans of this feed. You know, I just blather and edit. It's pretty much all I do. Um, and I, and I, as Billy does, I pay the bills. Um, and I could do sponsorships and I could do paid ads. I could do that easily. But why do I want to bog down a podcast with commercials? Who the fuck wants to hear that shit? Podbean gives us the option, breaking the fourth wall again. (sighs) Um, but I don't want to do it because I want to give all of you the purest, content out there. I don't want to play ads. So I fund this feed out of my pocket. Um, uh, so I've been like offered, Billy, You're going to make some
1: decisions, right?
0: You're going to be making some decisions. I, 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 are not gonna I like, was offered. But... I was offered um manscaping, not manscaping.
1: Was it manscaping? Yeah, it was manscaping.
0: It was manscaping. I turned it down. I just, I don't want to be like all these other. I don't like. I don't want to be like all these other pod feeds that throw shit ton of ads and fucking nut cream and fucking all that bullshit and, you know. Listen, if Jack Daniels came to me and said we'd like to sponsor one of your podcasts, I don't know if I'd say no to that. That's <laughs> right. Jack Daniels, you know, or oh. Jack Daniels presents the PTV weekend special. Yep. No problem with that. Well, as long as we could do shots. To, to, to we do shots <laughs> and I get a check. Works for me. Um, <laughs> and because I, Dr. G always knows that I go on these tirades about like all these uh, feeds and everything. You know, I just, I, I, I think, you know, we that are fans created the podcast world. And then all these wrestlers came in and did their own pods and kind of ruined it for everybody. That's what I always think. Because nobody wanted to talk about it.
1: it, it, But then look at the other circumstance. The feed is successful. So sometimes, sometimes it actually brings more attention. Think you got to it a different way because now you're bringing more attention to the wrestling genre itself, and so when people are searching wrestling podcasts, the feed will come up there. So yeah, I, I wouldn't. I see you, you're looking at it from the negative point of view. I'm looking from the positive point of view. Is is that that's because
0: you're, you're just a you're a you're a catch you're an Arn Anderson and Kurt Angle toe sucker. Oh, I love Arn Anderson. Sorry, I, I do. Yeah. Because everybody wants to hear stories of Jimmy Valiant whacking off on a coffee table while a hooker's taking a shit on him, instead of talking about like I don't think it's, show. It, it depends on what podcast you're listening to. Uh, everybody loves dirt, Arn, but Arne Arn,
1: Arn talks more about like what 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 was going on at the time, and you know the certain he talks about certain storylines and what was going. on. He does a really good job. I I, I like Arne's podcast. Um, Kurt Angle. Huh? It depends, but, um, but you know, but the thing is, is that you got to look at it in the circumstances that, that, that brought, brought more eyes to the wrestling genre. And so when people are searching podcasts, I mean, when I go search wrestling podcasts, you know, our feed comes, you know, like, obviously I like the feed already, but I'm saying like all the different feeds come up and all these different shows, and, you know, the, the market got flooded by just, you know, um, uh, what do you call it? uh, any pod, anybody could do a pod. I mean, really anybody could just decide to do a podcast. I mean, think about, we're just talking about wrestling. Think about how many podcasts for everything that's out there. I mean, there's gotta be millions upon millions out there because really anybody could, you know, it's not like when we were in radio, right? You had to. You, you know, you had to work hard to to get into the business, and you know, to mm-hmm. try to get a show. Unless, like you did, like a, uh, uh, you know, uh, what what do you call the broker show? Is that we we used to call right. them radio, where you, have, you you paid for time, right? Kind of like Vince Vince did, you know, <laughs> buying time on USA and you know. Um But listen, you know what you put your money where your mouth is and Billy puts his money where his mouth is. Right. Right. And you may make a decision that some people don't like, but you, you stand by your decision. And that's what, and so far, that's what he's shown.
0: He's standing. Now, a lot by- of people, a lot of people also have wondered why we, we, you and I, we tweaked the show a little bit. It was an executive decision on my part because I wanted to do, I wanted to add, cause we don't have a lot of impact coverage here on the feed. And I like Impact and Dr. G and I saw Victory Road Live back in September and it was a fun show. And then the following night was the thousandth episode of Impact. And I wanted to kinda of add that to the cause just doing NWA and no 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 you know, not gonna lie. There was there was the rumblings that NWA was gonna shit the bed. And or I just was gonna get so mad after NWA seventy five that I didn't want to do it anymore. Um You never get mad. But but um Billy made some good moves at that pay per view, and the NWA creatively is still pretty solid. But I wanted to do some impact too, so I didn't want to totally shoehorn the branding. So that's why we changed it to the. BTS. You were ready to, you were ready to pounce on that shit. I was, and yeah. I had a right to. I had a right to because yeah, I yeah. thought it was going to be garbage. Um. But he made the right decisions on that show, and 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 the NWA creatively actually hasn't been that bad since. Sands the dumb coke spot. It's uh, um, now I just say it on purpose because because I know it pisses him off that I won't say the the word for the pay per view.
1: Say it now. Stay with me.
0: So-win.
1: So in like uh anyway. you are like the Fonz when he couldn't say he was wrong,
0: right? right, <laughs> exactly. Anyway, we hope you enjoyed our little discussion. We're not going to give up on the NWA, and we know you don't want us to because the because your support through the downloads has been amazing, just like you have been for the rest of all the great programming here on the PTB Wrestling Network. As a matter of fact, if you've not watched AEW Full Gear last night, but you're going to, why don't you uh, go here to the network, check out the special bonus episode of uh, Place Me Nation's main event this week, myself and the Bayou of the Boogie himself, the Bayou of the Boogie, the Boogie of the Bayou himself. Mr. Andrew Reich and I uh, did a match-by-match preview of last night's Full Gear. So if you haven't watched it yet, why don't you listen to the – it's not a long show. It's just about an hour. And then uh, watch the Full Gear. Uh, Obviously, we know the big, quote, free agent signing that Tony Khan did. Uh, Most of you probably know, so I'm not going to get into it. But I'm also not going to be accused of spoiling anything. Um, We'll get more into it next week. uh, Next week's – actually, no. I believe we are taking – I think I skipped next week. Yes, we're taking next week off. It's Thanksgiving weekend. So uh, we'll actually be back in two weeks. We'll be back in two weeks um, on December 2nd. uh, I'm sorry, Sunday, December 3rd will be our next episode. Um, We're going to take Thanksgiving weekend off. So enjoy these next two weeks of power. um, And then Dr. G and I will be back in two weeks. Uh, to talk about how uh, things are. Um, we have some great stuff this week coming up on the feed. Uh, new episode of Through the Looking Glass. We have an interesting topic that Dave Hall and I are going to do this week. Dr. G, you're going to find it very interesting. Um, and then uh, Thursday, Thanksgiving morning, uh, a special Thanksgiving episode of WrestleTracks. Greg Deener and I, in honor of Thanksgiving, are going to live watch, because we, and you voted, we had the poll on the place to be page, the place to be uh, group page, and you voted, so we will be watching Survivor Series 1987. And it will drop on Thanksgiving at noon, or nine, something like that. Um, And something to listen to while you're cooking your dinner, if you don't give a shit about the Packers and Lions, or your high school team lost, or you have nothing else to listen to. Uh, check us out. We're going to live watch Survivor Series 87. Um, Dr. G watched Survivor Series 87 live. Uh, I did not. That was one pay-per-view that I didn't start watching live until it left um, Thanksgiving night. Which was 1991. The first four Survivor Series I watched. I first would watch when it finally hit VHS. I did not watch them live because they were Thanksgiving night. So the first paper, the first Survivor Series I watched live was 1991, the one with Flair in Detroit. Although my brother went to Survivor Series 1990 because it was here in Hartford. Uh, It was in Hartford, and of course, the greatest moment, the greatest (laughs) debut in the history of professional wrestling occurred on that night, which was, of course, the Gobbledygooker. I don't think there were any others. And um, so. Dr. G totally knows all that. But anyway. Um <laughs> so uh we'll be back in two weeks. So our next episode will drop on Saturday, on Sunday morning, December third. And we will uh and we are gonna you have out on me, that's why I didn't hear you. So that's but um are you breaking the fourth wall technically now too? Like when you eat popcorn. Well you're not
1: gonna make fun of me, and I'm not gonna let you get away with it.
0: But all I was saying was that you no-sold the fact that you didn't get my Survivor Series 87 joke. Um, we are going to do shows through December. So there will be, because remember, this year, Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve are on Sundays. So there will be a Christmas Eve morning episode of the Saturday special and a New Year's Eve morning episode. What a episode present
1: seven. right there, baby.
0: There's a, yeah, the first, present, Christmas Eve morning. The first present is Dr. G and I. No, we're not going to pop out of an egg like the gobbledygooker did, but. Could you imagine? You and I popping out of an NWA branded that'd be stupid. Anyway. All right. It's late. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. have a wonderful couple of weeks. Happy Thanksgiving to those in the US. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. Uh, I, think, I think Canada's Thanksgiving. Didn't that already happen? Yeah, Canada's okay. Thanksgiving was like last month, I think, or something. So for those in the fine United States, have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh I will do what I always do. Go to Matt go to church in the morning. Uh and then um have some turkey, hopefully not watch the Cowboys lose. I think they're playing the commanders. Oh, they'll probably win. Um, and then uh, of course, every, as I talk about on the place, Be podcast every weekend, I go visit uh, every Thanksgiving weekend. I go visit uh, the PIC uh, in the ocean state. And we'll actually watch, uh, we're actually going to watch survivor series together. Cause that is next Saturday night in Chicago. Oh, big signing in AW. That means CM Punk showing up next Saturday. <laughs> no. Oh Yeah. No, he's not. Um, oh, somebody made a good point about that before we go. Before I go, quick, somebody made a good point. Why would WWE not sign CM Punk? Because they, they don't need don't him. Because they exactly. don't need him. So have a great week, everybody. Enjoy your turkey. And uh, Doctor G and I will talk to you in a couple weeks. I'm Scott. He's the doctor. You're not. Gobble gobble. Yeah. You're the gobbledegooker.